Football is back, Mountaineer Nation, and that means two things. Tailgates and screaming let's go with 60,000 of our closest Mountaineer friends. To help you look your best in brand new merch and accessories, our friends at the Book Exchange will give you 25% off your order with our promo code BX4FINAL4. You may have heard it a bunch before, but 25% off these days is a huge deal. Save money, look great, and get all the best gear before the first home game. Shop in store at their downtown Morgantown or Evansdale locations or online 24-7 at bookexchangewb.com. That promo code is BX, the number four, F-I-N-A-L, number four. Share it with your friends and family, too. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley this is the Final Forecast Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast with me, your host, best financial advisor around, got my lovely co-host Ash with me. That's me. And KJ is doing someone else's podcast as we speak, which makes no sense to me. He'll jump in. Especially when we record these times around his schedule. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. And I'm pretty sure it's interview style. So, like, what kind of questions could they be asking him for an hour straight? Plus, I think Kev wanted to ask Paul some questions about broadcasting. So, that's going to be really good for him. Number one rule, punctuality. Well, he's going to miss his opportunity. Super producer Dave is here. Hello. And he set up an amazing guest for us today. I'm kind of excited. I'm going to make him do some voices for me. (laughs) Uh, the voice of the final forecast. And I've heard him around Morgantown, too. Is he on some Morgantown stuff like WBU? IMG, Learfield, BOY's got him on some stuff. He's like the voice of the Mountaineers at this point. Exactly. They say Tony Caridi is the voice of, of, of Morgantown. Wait till you hear this voice. Paul Turner. Hey. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? The voice of God. <laughs> the voice of God. Wow. I wish I was. <laughs> so, Paul, how's you? How, how did Dave find you? First of all, like I'm, you're kind of a big deal. You know, I've I, I've known Dave for a, a while. I mean, we he and I've communicated. I, Dave, you said was from a show out of England. That I, yes. My voice. So. Uh, I am a huge fan of the Chris Moyles show, and if Chris Moyles ever listens to this and discovers it on a, on a YouTube spiral, uh, 100% I stole him from you, and 100% did it unashamedly because he's the best <laughs> at what he does. Uh, even though Ashley was in radio, uh, sorry, it's always the Chris Moyles show for me. But I, I emailed Paul on a whim and thought he'll never say yes because I was looking for uh, a contrasty voice for the show. Um, I came in like five episodes after they started, Ash joined uh, around the same time, and we didn't really have someone to intro it or break it up, and I thought there is only one voice that I want to really try to get immediately, and that was Paul, and Paul was kind enough to say yes, and didn't just laugh at me <laughs> through email and tell me to go away. But Paul, I mean, you've, you've got a long list of, uh, of previous work if you, if you want to tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I basically, I, I, what I do most is um, 
I, well, I do a lot of sports, obviously. Ash, you talked about the Learfield stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like a bazillion colleges. Uh, one of them, uh, WVU. Uh, and I actually was their voice before they went with Learfield, before I even worked with Learfield. Oh, uh, many say years that, ago. Say the, that again. Mountaineer Sports. Yeah. WVU? It just goes way back. Um, and I've, I've had, uh, you know, and I do a lot of television stations, local affiliates across the country. You know, Now, the news at 6 with John oh. Smith, you know, those sort of things. And uh, W-O-W-K uh, in, in West Virginia mm-hmm. uh, is one of my clients. It's been for years. I love, love how you guys. say d- I love how you say W. Say it again. <laughs> w, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Where are you from, Never Paul? thought about that. What's that? Where are you from? So originally from uh, the Carolinas, from North Carolina, the western part of the state, um, where I grew up. But I've lived, you know, ra- you know radio. It's, you you move around a lot. And now I'm in South Florida. And I will not leave here. <laughs> Too much good golf. <laughs> Living a uh, life. I, yeah, I love it down here. I really do. Weather's great. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I've worked. I, I did my stint. I was the voice for the Howard Stern Show for about 12 years mm. um, before. Well, actually, I was still working with Chris Moyles at the time. But, um, you know, that was, a, that was sort of a, um, a good catalyst for other things. Um, I've done a lot of, you know, ESPN, a lot of sports stuff. But, nice. Um, I love it. I mean, voiceover work is, is the best. I mean, it, um, you know, it, it's it's very competitive. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of people vying for jobs. Really? Um, but so, so where you are you know, on the on the totem pole of <laughs> competitive? I'm not as I don't know. I mean, I um, as I'm yeah. getting older, I swear I'm not putting quite as much effort into promoting myself. I have an agent in New York, and they they yeah. do a great job. Yeah. But um, he's getting you know, paid for the. For the mo- What's that? He's getting you paid. Well, yeah, they do, and they take nice. their chunk too. You know, as oh, all agents okay. do, and they des- wow. they deserve it. Um, but it's <laughs> it's competitive, but it, it allows you to. Um, I joked about golf, but I mean it does. It allows you to sort of get everything done in the morning, um, you know, in two or three hours, and then go do what you need to do with your kids, playing golf, and and um, it's just a great Jeez. it's a great career. Mm-hmm. I, I could not be more thankful. Two hours of work a day. That's how. That's well, how no, I, no, no. I mean, and then I'll come back and I'll do maybe you know another two or three. Later he's saying he kind of does it on his time. It's not like you have to exactly. sit behind exactly. a computer at a desk for eight hours a day. Right. People don't need stuff right now. Right. I mean, they'll send it in. You know, they'll give you two, three hours to get it back to them. So, now, Paul, it's, this it's a, this is a, a true story. I thought Dave was actually doing. I didn't think you were a real person <laughs> for a long time. That's what Dave, he told me. Dave actually does a really good. So we got to compare. Oh, oh I want to hear this. Yeah, we definitely got to do it. We're putting Dave on the spot. He does. No, some, we're not doing that. Some pretty good <laughs> voiceover. So I, I didn't think. Dave, you do. So you really have believe a good that? Voice. Wow, that's interesting. That's funny. I like that. Yeah. It's a great story. Dave. All right. Shy. So all right. Shut up. So, <laughs> like I said, I like to I like to like imagine what it's going to sound like, and I've listened to the show enough where I go, "You're like you dip your you're, you're. like." Mm-hmm. You are listening to the final four. See, it's terrible they, when That's you're here. That's not terrible. I mean, compared but, to Paul. Well, com- compared oh, to Paul, I mean, it's awful. I, like it. I did a David Attenborough <laughs> once, and that was terrible. But we got three videos out of it for WVU, so that was all right. I don't think it's bad. Think, I mean, think about it. Paul, how long have you been doing this? Probably a significant amount of time. A lot, Many decades, yeah. yeah. Dave, yeah. you just, you know what I mean? Like, you don't even do that professionally. So I don't think it's bad. It's a little what I call pukey, but 
It's not bad. Thank you. I live to be pukey. Pukey. I love it. That's in my dating profile. Pukey. So, Paul, <laughs> Paul, do you do the, uh, like, in a world where? <laughs> in a land. Um, okay. n- yes, I have done movie trailers in the past. It's not my main focus. Mm-hmm. Um, I have done some. Um, that's a, you know, that's a, you know, voiceover is, is really interesting because there's, I have friends that do, like, I'm, you know, I was really good friends with Billy West who does, um, you know, Ren and Stimpy, mm-hmm. did all the, you know, Space Jam, all the, he redid all the, the Mel, uh, what's his name, Mel Blank. That, Fry from uh, Futurama. For, yeah, for all those guys. Uh, one of the most talented people I've ever known. He does cartoon voices and that's all he does. And that, you know, and that's. A niche. There, voiceover, there's so many niches. I mean, I know people that all they do is literally all day long, they'll do those, you know, the phone trees when you call a, a business. You know, mm-hmm. thank you for calling Learfield Sports. To, to reach so-and-so, press one. That's all they do. Um, it sounds <laughs> boring. It does, right? I mean, I, it, John, it's just, it's unbelievably, uh, but that's great money. It's a great, uh, it's a niche. Mm-hmm. It's a very niche-based business. Um, I happen to be, you know, the big sports kind of guy. Uh, there's plenty of guys that sound like just a regular guy you're sitting having a drink with, and those kind of those guys, they have a great career as well. That's it's a it's a cool field, you know. You can all be vying for the same thing, yeah, or not Paul, for the same thing, but different things within the industry. Mm-hmm. Paul, let me ask you this: Are you a Mountaineer fan, or, or are we just a, a customer? I, you know what? I have become over the years. It's funny living in South Florida. I have a couple of buddies who who graduated at, at WVU, and oh, KJ, because I do your stuff, you got to you got to you got to intro Kevin Jones. You have to do it. First of all, is he coming up? Yeah, he's coming up. He's coming. I see him. I good. We can hear him. There you go. My good. Finally, he decides to join his own show. What's going on? Hey, Kevin. Messed up. KJ, this is Paul Turner. He was going to do an introduction for you. But... <laughs> In a world where Kevin you Jones You are listening <laughs> to Kevin Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, did y'all, how, how you doing, man? You good? Nice to I'm meet you. Good. Nice to meet you, Kevin. Heard a lot of great things about you. Wow, that's crazy. I can't even <laughs> get past the... <laughs> I can't get past it. The voice oh. of God. That's crazy. Did y'all already not, ask so... questions? Yeah, we've been talking no, we're, for a we're minute. We're in, the, in the, the middle of an interview here and everything. Mm-hmm. But he All was right. telling well, us how he's a, a he was he was about to lie to us and tell us how he's a big mountaineer fan. <laughs> big mountaineer. Well, I was I, I, I was saying to John, I you know I've known some people down here in I'm in South Florida that um my my daughter plays soccer and they're on their parents as well graduates and so we have a bonding thing that I do the voice and you know we <laughs> we talk uh, we talk uh, basketball football you name it. Nice. Um, I grew up in the Carolinas, so I kind of grew up a Tar Heel fan. I mean, that's kind of my my neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, no, nah, man. I, I mean, being the voice, uh, you always want them to win. Whenever I see you know you guys up against somebody else, I'm I'm pulling for you. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And it gets nice. you paid. <laughs> we get you yes, paid. <laughs> get you paid. Yes, exactly. So, so I mean, have you ever been to like a WVU tailgate? Never have. I've heard they're insane. I, I you know, again, my buddy told me that it's a Fun college. Oh, yeah. So we're we're starting a f- final forecast tailgate. Oh, I'll have to come up for that. Yes. Love for you to do just the the breakdown infomercial, not the infomercial. The uh, what is it? The hype. I'm gonna have a hype, hype video, video for, for it. The hype so video. Just, just imagine a sea of blue and gold. Everyone out there yeah. drinking twelve. I love it. From eight a.m. to 
7 p.m. <laughs> that's why I write your lines, bombs. Paul, because it's gold and blue, not blue and gold. Gold and blue, <laughs> right? I, and, I, and I, you know, I can come do it live. That's for what you. I was gonna say. It would be even better to have Paul there live, like on a microphone, live in the studio. Yes, it'd be so good. People would be like, "Who is that voice? I have to. Where are we? Where are we coming from right now?" Like, <laughs> Think about it, like the 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 drone flying over the tailgate yes. slowly, and Paul's voice. There you go. In a world. <laughs> In a world. It's Mountaineer game day. Are you ready? Bump, 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 bump. I can hear it. Then, then, then flash the KJ doing a beer bong. Doing an upside down yeah. <laughs> beer bong? I don't drink beer. beer. <laughs> That'd be you. You'd be doing keg. Keg stand and all that. Crazy. Uh, I did I do that one? I did do that one time. Have you? I wouldn't be surprised. I never did that. <laughs> that was... Definitely did that one time. Paul, I want to take oh, no, it all you... the way back, though. I want to know when you got into radio, how you discovered that was going to be, like, your thing. Because I assume you started in radio. Yeah. Yeah. I started... Um, it was weird. I started very young. I, I started in, like, eighth grade. Oh, wow. I, I started working. I was just fascinated with radio my entire life. I wanted to be on air. I wanted to be a disc jockey. Uh, and, I, and I did. I did that for years. I, I started working in eighth grade at the, the local uh, radio station, commercial station um, in my hometown. And it just kind of went from there. And I, I did jock for years. Um, and it was great. You know, meet girls. You got, you know, I mean, it, it, it's fun. It's fun. But I mean, you know, it's, it's a high pressure. Yeah. You're, you're live and die by the ratings. Mm -hmm. um, and I obviously, and believe it or not, when I first started, I did not. I sounded like a girl. Um, well, you know, yeah, my voice. I guess, yeah, you're in that. I mean, it, I, it had changed. I, I'd gone through puberty at that age, but I it, it just it hadn't really developed. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. it was a long time before that happened. Um, and then once that happened, it, doors opened. You know how some people go into radio and they become program directors or they work in the they go music director. They go work for a label. Mm -hmm. So I I, uh, I just went to the voice the voiceover end. I started doing voiceover for stations, you know, um, you know. Now the you know the, the thirty minute music suite boom 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 all the the, the liners the sweepers started doing that and um I never looked back. Wow! Did you ever do Rick D's be... top forty? By the way, no, no, I oh. never did. I never big. I liked it. I mean, I was I was more of a Casey Kasem fan. No, I I I I listened as as a young guy to more to Casey Kasem. Top 40. Mm -hmm. But I, but Rick was great. I, I really enjoyed I think it. It was Rick Dees that did his own stuff, though, because now I'm hearing it. Yeah. It was like the female voice was like Rick Dees in the weekly top 40. And then it was his voice right. that did, I think, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I listened you, to I think Dees, you're right, Ash. I think you are. Yeah. But you, do, you, do, you guys do, have, you a, some... you have a similar sound to your voice as, as Rick Dees. Like you guys have a similar. Yeah, and he was, he was much more of a personality. Right. Too. I mean, he was great on yeah. air. Just, you know, he was, a, he was fabulous. Did you work with uh, Opie and Anthony? I did not. I, you know, working with Howard Stern for the, they were mortal enemies. Were they really? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh yeah, they were mortal enemies. Um, a lot of people that don't, was don't not know a about those were not names you mentioned in. The, in <laughs> a lot of people don't Stern. know about Opie and Anthony, but I think they came on like back to back because I used to listen to them when I got home from school. I I, I I love them. I think they're very talented. Jim, what's their what's Jim? Uh, their the comedian that works with them little guy, short guy, but I, I've heard them I like their show. Um, but again, working with Howard, it was something you, you just don't, I remember. Why, why there was would a time, didn't, what's, why didn't what's they that get along? Competing uh, for ratings. Competing for rate. Well, so they're both, they were both, um, 
in New, you know they were in New York and they were both uh, I think syndicated by this by Hello? the same company at the time. And I remember I remember even back when I first was doing Howard stuff and I also did the fan WFAN in New York. Mm. And that was uh, John. Uh, was Don Imus was their morning guy. I'm sure you guys have heard of Don Imus. Oh yeah. Howard went ballistic. Um, on the the fact that I was doing Don Imus' stuff across town, but I was doing it for the company. I mean, I was just a company guy. Right. Um, berated, you know, me and the state. It was, it was, and of course he did it all on the air. Of course, because um, why wouldn't he? Of course. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But, um, yeah, so you didn't, you didn't step outside of, and that's, a, that's one of the things too, you know, in doing what I do, you can only do like one station in a market. Right. You can't do multiple. Because of um, they want their own sound, you know, they want their guy. Yeah, exactly. Which I get. It, it was funny because it makes sense. Dave and I were talking about this earlier about like you voiced so many things for the Mountaineers, and I was like, that's so crazy because that doesn't happen a lot. Because most people right. are like, you're my voice. You can't voice anybody right. else's stuff. So it's kind of right. it's kind of cool that your voice is literally everywhere in Morgantown. Yeah, Morgantown, and that's just ironic. That literally is coincidence how that worked out. But there are, like, for instance, um, I do the University of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I don't do Duke. Right. I don't do NC State, Wake Forest. I don't do other, you know, ACC teams. Um, they, they just, they really want their own, you know, their own sound. Right. Um, so you typically just do one per per conference, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this might sound like a weird. Yeah. I was going to say, this might sound like a weird question. But do you work on your voice? Like, is this some? Is that something that you like work on and just like are aware of, like the tone of your voice, or is it just does that just come out naturally? It, that's a great question, Kevin. I, I, um, and people have asked, do you do the, you know, the, the tr- do, you tr- do you take voice training? Do you do? And no, I, 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 it sounds weird to say. I probably, I mean, I've have I taken voiceover lessons in my life. Yeah, I've I've taken a, a few just out of curiosity to see, you know, maybe there's some ways I can become a better actor, mm-hmm. if, if you will, a yeah. better, uh, you know, interpret copy better, read, uh, read copy better. Um, but as far as like working on my voice, it, I, I really just every day that I'm doing so much stuff that becomes my my work. I mean, it's it's like it's like a play. It's like, a, you know, you play in basketball and you play every day. You don't really have time for practice. If you're playing a game every single day, you're talking about practice, uh, <laughs> practice is like Iverson said, practice, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, you know, um, I there's just not time for practice. Right. Your work becomes your practice, but it's a great gotcha. question. Gotcha. Okay. Do you yeah, have throat coat in your cabinet as we speak, though? <laughs> that, that's you know, the I, I tell you, and that honestly, Ash, that's one of the reasons I was really big on coming to South Florida because I used to get allergies. Up. I lived mm-hmm. in the Philadelphia area. That's where I'm from, yep. or where I lived for decades, and I would get allergies every spring, every fall, and it would really screw with my my career. Yeah. I'd have to take sometimes. I'd have to take you know, uh, go to get a, a cortisone shot, just mm-hmm. a systemic shot to kind of. Take the swelling down of your nasal passage. Um, down here, there's nothing. I have no allergies. It's That's fabulous. Nice. Yeah, really, it, and then, you know it makes a difference. But you're you're right. I mean, you, when you get a cold, get sick, uh, it's like uh, you know, it's like Kevin Jones hurting his knee. Right. I mean, you you can't you just can't play. Mm-hmm. He is 87 now, so that is a concern. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Let's, let's <laughs> knock off some brittle bone, brittle bone. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 
guys though. Have you ever um, have you ever considered movies? I don't know if you talked about that, but has we did ever, talk have about you ever a done bit, any but yeah. Movies? Like doing like doing movie trailers, you know? Yeah, like doing movie trailers yeah. or doing voiceover and a character in a movie. Oh, a character. You know what I Yeah. I, I would love to do that. It's just never, never been presented to me. And I have done movie okay. trailers. Yeah, it, I've never pursued it. Um, I do love when I see them. I mean, I'm a big fan of the guys that do it. And I know some of them, and they're just phenomenal. Um, it's just not an area that I've really pursued. But being in a movie, that'd be fun. Right. I've never had an offer. So if anybody's out there and wants to offer me one, here's your chance. <laughs> no, no movies? They didn't, they didn't offer you uh, any porn? Well, that's uh, you know, that's something I don't like talking about. <laughs> he does yeah, this ball like once by a once in a while when I get a guest that I'm excited for, he does this. He Seriously. does like he throws a question like this. Seriously, athletic though. director, and yeah, I, it might be serious this time, but every time I feel like you just like throw a question like that at me, <laughs> just serious, embarrass me. Serious question, because uh, yeah. Mark Jackson got offered to do porn. After you got fired from your Mark team, Jackson, the coach, the like, former really? coach of Go to State Not Warriors? to do porn, to, to be like the announcer. Like, Wait, oh, they, 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 have announcer. An, they have announcers Announce what? what you, <laughs> that's what they going to do. I don't know. I haven't heard of porn announcer. And, <laughs> that was, oh, porn and now here comes the missionary. Somebody narrating porn is crazy. <laughs> no, nah, they have. They have. Hold on, hold on. They Yo, do have. They funny. do have like the the stories though for porn, like. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Right. Like the yeah, so the, 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 the erotica. Oh, you could do like yeah. an audio book. You know what I mean? Of like some yeah, of the erotic yeah. books, like Fifty Shades. There's a couple on TikTok now that are just wild that people are. Is reading. that right? Oh. Yeah, it's it's insane. I, I don't, know what don't my really algorithm is on there. go to porn <laughs> so and look for the dialogue. I don't really try to look. <laughs> we're, guys. Really... <laughs> we're guys. We don't. John's looking at the cinematography. He's like, oh, this I is mean, the, the, the older the older you get, you, you, <laughs> what's the the older you get, the more you get into the stories, man. I, guess, I watched the, I the, AV, the AVN awards. You don't watch that. <laughs> I do watch the AVN Awards. I'm guilty of that. Exactly. I do watch that. Exactly. It's a, it's a real thing. off the rails. It is. This is going off the rails, it's, guys. It's pretty typical, love... Kevin. You know how we have a guest, but it's pretty typical. I love Dave. Dave wants to hide under in a closet somewhere He's never right going to want to read any lines again. Yeah. Now that's that's what we do talk about. That's the next Doggies. line. They talk no. about porn. Not true at all. Maybe the little beer. I love it. Maybe he'll host the AVN. You got to remember, though, I was the voice of the Howard Stern show for 12 years. So oh, I used yeah, to yeah. work with Howard Stern. I'm used to this sort of, this line of questioning. Boy. So true. I mean, I would do, I, he, I, he would have me in, as part of the show, like interview me and, and like we're doing here. And I mean, yeah, I mean, he would ask all kinds of bizarre stuff. You how, well how was it did. working? How was it working with him? Was he, was he a cool dude or was he fabulous? Just, like his persona, was he, he's a great he dude. Is, Okay. He's, a, he's a very good guy, man. I'm telling you, you know, you hear That's all these things. And what, what you see on the air is just, he's the most loyal. Act. It's, you know, he's not at all like he is on the air. I know that everybody says that about themselves <laughs> or you hear that about. But yeah. it's true. I mean, he's very loyal. He will go to bat for it's you. Um, uh, and, and, and that's why, his, you know, honestly, that's why his people have been with him for so long. Right. They just, right. no one wants to leave. You know, he's a that's, he's a good guy. I, I left because I, I really wanted to pursue the, the serious like news sports stuff. And it was kind of holding me back a little mm -hmm. bit um, just because of, you know, the nature of the show. 
Um, but but it was hard to leave. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. How did he take it? Yeah, that's when you told him. Oh, he was great, and and you know, and that's another thing too. I mean, he just he wishes the best for everybody. He does. Oh, I love that. Yeah, no, yeah, that's my bad. guy. For uh, Private Parts is probably one of yeah. top top ten one of my favorite movies. Dude, it was a fabulous movie. I was still working with it when that. Oh, came really? Out. For real? Yeah, I worked with him till uh, early two thousands. I started in like ninety one. Wow. So Were you on the run when it was on? Uh, I was going to say night? that because yeah, I discovered I did a, co- I did a couple of the shows on E. That was that was right when I started. Mm. I did But Bongo Fiesta was uh, was the big uh, movie when I first started. And I did some stuff for that, nice. um, and I mean, it was just what a what a fun! I did you know the the Miss New Year's Eve uh, pageant <laughs> that he did. Yes, I did the voice. I was the announcer for that. It was fun. I love that. Howard Stern was one of the Too reasons why I actually got into radio. When I used to watch Is that him right? on the E Network late at night, and yeah. I always had a passion for music. But he really like gave me the drive to want to be a personality and get into radio. And yeah, like he, yeah. he's that guy. Best best interviewer on the planet, no question. I mean, he asks things that you just want to know as a as a viewer or a listener, but you don't think anybody will ever ask. Right. I thought he was always just like a shock value kind of interviewer. Right. I didn't think he really did in-depth interviews, but like you said, you I guess you got to see a different side of him than you know what yeah. most people see. So that's that's nice. good to know. But I think he got he away with it because a little bit of differently. That. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. he was yeah. a shock guy. He could say whatever. I think he when he was able to go to serious, he didn't have to stress about making a splash all the time. Yeah, because right. I think like his interviews went more conversational. Like I love his interview with Cohen O'Brien a few years ago. Oh yeah. Some of the best, some of his interviews are just, I mean, they're, they're classic. What I'm hearing is that Paul wants to uh, connect us with Howard Stern to get him on the show as well. (laughs) Then you can talk to him about the AVN, John. (laughs) Just just abuse that plant relationship. Yeah. I'll get Jenna Jameson on. Yeah. Oh, don't tell John John, that. Don't tell John John that. Her biography, by the way, one of the best books I've ever read my entire life. Really? Her book is phenomenal. Just wow. throw it out there for everyone. If you're looking for a book, <laughs> how'd you, her biography is excellent. How'd you, get in, how did you get into that, Ashley? How did you? Um, I've always had a fascination with, with, with porn and porn stars. And uh, okay. whenever I was younger and I saw that Jenna Jameson had released a biography, I picked it up. And I got to tell you, it's excellent. It was well written. Her story is insane. There's some really informational chapters, I'll say that, but like it's very informational. well Informational. It, it's, it's a great book. <laughs> I, love that, a I love that two minutes ago, Paul was like, I got away from that kind of stuff to be more serious <laughs> about sports stuff. And Ash is right. like, you guys like porn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. doesn't mean if that I don't, don't enjoy talking about it. I just, yeah. uh, from a career standpoint. Right. If... <laughs> don't want to hold yourself back. People probably look at you a little different whenever you, you know, work for Howard Stern or do things like yeah. that. Oh, right? yeah. They're like, oh, oh yeah. we don't want that guy. He's, well, you know, it's funny, like a lot of the TV stations that I would do, they, the, the producers that I would work with would go, oh, man, what's it like? You know, is, it must be the coolest thing in the world. But but yet, you know, their bosses were you could tell they were just not as comfortable right. with the fact that I would talk about, uh, you know, the, you know, uh, are we we can't curse here. Yeah, can you can. We? Oh, you can do yeah. whatever you want here. Okay. Yeah. So I talk about I remember one of the liners was now a man so small, he can't break a chariot. <laughs> I would do that in the morning. <laughs> And then in the afternoon, I'm talking about, you know, death and destruction in the city of St. Louis or, right. you know, whatever market. Mm-hmm. It's just, there was a, that's a major con, you know, sure. conflict. Yeah. Sort of. Have you pluses o- for this show. 
Have you always been comfortable with those topics, or was that something you learned yeah. to be more comfortable with after you got on Howard Stern? <laughs> well, it was definitely the first time I'd ever had to do it in terms of a voiceover guy, and right. you get so used to it. I mean, it was just it was everything was about that. Right. Um, and yeah, it was it was actually for me it was very easy transition. I had no problem with it, mm. and there's really nothing that I would say no to, to saying. I don't think I ever said <laughs> that was. You know, what I was going to ask that too. <laughs> I did write eight s dash dash t pit thinking that paul wouldn't say it and i get back eat shit pit, yes! and i'm like oh that's amazing <laughs> yeah cool. that's yeah a lot of people do that they'll say you don't have to say the word and i'm like ah fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> i'm gonna say it <laughs> yeah, i love exactly. it now we, we definitely got to get them up for when we host our tailgate to just absolutely man i'd love it that'd be fun i did you know what and i love that part of the country too i just yeah. perfect god it's beautiful up there it is so nice, especially during football season when it's fall and yeah, the leaves good. are changing. Yeah, because you don't get that hole? anymore. You don't get the the four season effect. Not the all. No, four you, I don't. Not down here. Yeah, yeah you don't not get down the change. How many? How many people does uh, the stadium hold? Seventy? Is it seventy? Sixty? Is that right? Two, 60, okay. 70, something like that. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, yeah it's pretty that's big. That's huge. There's a Must new. A uh, there's a new uh, VIP section. Oh, in the, end the zone Mac Lounge. The Mac Lounge. Listen, it's a so, kind of we'll, listen. We should probably <laughs> hold our thoughts on it until we actually see it. But no joke, John's Paul, gonna right be the now, first one down there. It looks like first a meet one. and greet on the field. I'm just gonna throw it out there, hmm. and it's for their big donors, like wow. the big boys. Wow. So yeah, it's kind of weird. A lot of, lot of alums. Yeah. More uh, those uh, business owners that can afford a million. Oh, here it is. I see think, it. You think about Macfield Lounge. Look at that. It's right on the field. It is, but I don't yeah. think it's a For, good that's a good place to be, though, Paul. You know, wow. football. That's you don't want to be on the Wait. field. Let, let's. I want his opinion. Okay, what do you sorry. think about this, Paul? I mean, that's. I mean, you're catching field goals. You're catching overthrown <laughs> passes into the end <laughs> That's unbelievable. You're I've never seen that at a, at a football stadium. Rain and storm and <laughs> people running through in the band. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, this is true. Wow. Getting hit by wild balls, yeah. It's, <laughs> Sounds great. That's a, it'll be, that's it'll be, so it's, it'll it's be sort of like a It's sort of like a box, but you're on the field. <laughs> it is. I mean, kind of, except that, I don't know, maybe we're just being bitter Bettys over here, but I just. I like it. I don't know. I don't, I'm not into yeah, it's it. It's just not conducive to the weather. If, you were, if we were in a better weather situation, especially around, like, October, November, yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, but we were like in, in Southern California. <laughs> yeah, or Southern yeah, Florida, that'd Southern be Florida. fine. <laughs> right, but you guys got a lot of snow oh, there, man. I mean, and that's, rain. That's and it's either, it's either like 900 degrees and sweaty or freezing in that stadium. Yeah. There yeah. is no in-between, really. Oh, yeah. yeah so I, don't know, oh, I don't know how to think about it. I don't know how to feel about it just yet, but I'm going to hold judgment until I see it in person. So, th so that starts this year? Next that's year. That's a new thing? 2024. Oh, next year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, no. So that's 2024 oh, season. Wait, what? How are they going to get it done? Maybe it'll be there Saturday. John, oh, are you going to be on the field? Saturday. Yep. I'll be there. Let's go. Please go so check Paul, it out. Take uh, last, last question. We'll leave you with this. Um, oh, yeah. not last question because I have another question to ask him. I have to ask. Absolutely. How, right now, because everything right now is AI everything. Photoshop, freaking, I mean, video audio as well how do you feel about that are you do you feel threatened by ai yes i do i, I actually do yeah. um you know it's the first time that you know there you know there's been talk for years about computers one day doing but i, I was always of the 
belief that there's no way they can replicate, you know, human emotion in, in voice in the voice industry. Um, they can get and they can get close. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you watched um, uh, what's the movie with the blue people? Avatar. Avatar. Mm-hmm. So when you watch Avatar, I mean, that was some great CGI, but you'd watch it and you go, it's just not quite there. Right. And that's how I always sort of felt. But now with this AI, I mean, you've heard these stories about people, you know, calling the grandparents. All they need is a little sample of your voice right. for a few seconds, and they can call and convince people that you're in danger and you need to send money. Mm. So that, yeah, I mean, Ash, that worries me. It, it does. Um, you know, uh, if I was earlier in my career, I probably would be more worried, mm. but because. I'm kind of set in my, you know, I've got my. Since you, since you made so much, she made so much money. No, no, <laughs> it's just because I'm. I'm not, He's got his, his whole thing built. I got down. a, I got a solid yeah. base, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm in the last leg of it, and, yeah. um, but I, yeah, I mean, it, I worry for like all the new guys coming up and girls coming yeah. up, because yeah. that, that is pop- scary. It is very, it, it, and then the things that I've seen, even. So uh, I, I I was in radio for 15 years. I recently transitioned. I now do you know project management, but I do it for a video team, like a videography team. Oh, okay. And even that, the things that people are doing with video, yeah. and I'm like, what on earth is happening right now? AI is just leeching onto everything, and it's anything creative feels threatened yeah. right now. Well, that's why you know that's why SAG after it, you know they're, they're, the writers are strike. I mean, anything in that creative field. I mean, they're they're panicked about it too, yeah. and, I, and I get it. It makes total sense. Um, I mean, there's plenty of good that can come out of it as well. But, I, but that Ash, that's a great question, and yes, I am frightened. Um, we'll keep what, you in business. Can Paul. you copyright? Can you copyright your voice? Is that um, is that a thing? You like know what, that I'm nobody else can use your voice. I, I I was a production director for many radio stations as I kind of grew into uh, the voiceover thing. So yeah, I learned copyright. I learned to you know, do a lot of this stuff. I'm not the best, but yeah, I, I, I can yeah. And having read so much copy, you get good at knowing what's good, what's bad, and how you can fix the bad right. stuff. I think you mean yeah. you mean like trade. And my stuff falls into the bad stuff. No, Dave, yours is yours. Mm-hmm. Say it again. I think I'm I think KJ kind of like I was saying it more like, yeah. like is that like, like trademarking your, your voice so that if anybody oh. yeah so that if anybody else uses it that you oh. that you can sue them that's what yeah, I'm yeah I don't never I like that is idea that a thing? I like that I didn't idea, know if that I'm, was a thing or not that's why I was asking is that a thing I I think if you I think it probably falls into that likeness category like if you were yeah stealing your voice to do something. Like Barack Obama couldn't just mysteriously endorse Coca Cola, right? Like, well, that's why they always put celebrity yeah. voices impersonated yeah. at the end of those spots. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. Like, my my parents, you know, they're like you know eighty and eighty one. They'll call me constantly, going, oh, "We heard they live in North Carolina still. We heard you do this, and I know I didn't do that." Mm-hmm. But they they think other voices, and there are plenty of voices that sound similar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that are in the same range, uh, tone of voice. And so, you know, as your parents get older, they think they hear you doing stuff. And I, and I just appease them and say, oh, thank you. But, um, you know, but I know it's not me. So, yeah, there are plenty of people that sound that I sound like and that sound like me. Right. And, but it's never been an issue. Your cousin was reading an erotic audio book and <laughs> yeah, she said right. you read it really, really well. <laughs> okay. It was about Jenna Jameson. Do you know Jenna uh, <laughs> Mom, what were you watching that for? <laughs> I love it. So last question, Paul, or questions. So how, how long have you been doing voiceover for the Mountaineers? For the Mountaineers. Okay, so I remember back in the 90s. Um, I want to say like mid-90s, starting with um, Mountaineer Sports Network, yep. MSN. Mm-hmm. 
um, before MSN hired went to hire Learfield. Um, so they kind of came back around. So and then there was a, a time when I didn't do them, but I've always did like WOWK. Um, there's and they're owned by there's two or three stations that they own that are in that same area, right. um, so I've always had something going on in your ne- your neck of the woods. But they and came the back voice. around with Learfield. I want to say maybe three or four years ago. So I would say total, John, probably uh, maybe twenty twenty five years now. Wow. So something like I guess that. the question is, what is the best era in sports? Around what? years was the best for you the most exciting for you the michael jordan era man i i tell you i i was such a big fan of, of i mean my, w, and, and, wvu oh wvu well, i like well, the other kevin jones better, era. Was really into uh, the flowers <laughs> era the flowers and jones there era. it is a, yeah see see how good i am <laughs> i think just meant in sports in general but um yeah i mean the thing too about being the voice you don't really you're not required or you don't even know how the team's doing right. Mm. Uh, through the stuff you do, gotcha. um, it's I just simply do the the, the intros and the, the transitions, the sponsors, yeah. and the things like that. Same with um, editing. I have no idea what's going on. I just right, edit yeah, and hope that so, they know what they're talking about. So, so I don't. I don't. Uh, and I do so many teams. I don't actually follow. Mm. Um, and I'm a big sports fan, mm-hmm. so I do yeah. read and you know I, I follow, but not like religiously. Gotcha. But it might um, be difficult to follow the, every sports team you voice. Yeah, it would be insane. Yeah, yeah. I was flicking that, through Sirius this weekend, and it was like, "You're listening to the Texas A&M," and I'm just like, "Oh, oh my god!" And then Paul. the next one, it's like, "Yeah," I'm like, "How do you do it? Like, do you record all those ads separately and then they like clip them, or yeah. are you doing one big read for time?" Um, it, it's uh, all separately. It's all separate. Okay. Uh, every I was every say, team. my God had no breath. <laughs> right. Right. It's every team, every every game, but but yeah, but I gotta tell you, it's really cool. You're over in Japan, man. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, been here like the last five years, so it's it's been pretty cool. Oh, you I ever been in Japan? Nothing but the best, my friend. I, I thank I, you. I, I, you yeah, ever been? Big, I was born there. You was born in Japan? I, what part? I was born in Okinawa. My oh, dad was in the army. Oh, there you go. That was my first army, job army out base. there. Was Okinawa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was only there for like three months. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but I, but I just, I wish you the best. I think that's Thank awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. So definitely, it, definitely uh, excited to meet in person one day, man. You got, you got to come through to the tailgate. Final forecast, so tailgate. You're on. Done. I'll hold good. you to it, Dave. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> and you gotta let we John, have uh, John meet Jenna Jameson one day too. Yeah. Bring, I'll bring her. her. Be my bring her. Bring her. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet her. She might need some financial <laughs> advising. So, John, there you go. Are you? But it's so funny because, like, you single, Paul. Oh God! There we go. No, married oh. with kids. Okay. Does that, I like how he says that. Yeah. Like that. Using, married with kids. Using the voice. Yeah, married. No, no, married with no. Very, very happily married. Did you get a lot of girls mm. using the voice, like at Duh. the bar? You just walked up to them. Like, mm. Well, it's happened. <laughs> You're looking <laughs> like a perfect ten. <laughs> he was yeah. in radio back in the day, dude. Radio DJs were like pulling it. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, like they, was they were in? those guys. You're swimming in it. It's, uh, oh, swimming! <laughs> swimming! Oh lord! Do they do they actually use the voice in the bedroom? Uh, mm, that's that's yeah, happening as well. Mm. I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's happening. Yeah. Like, do you like say, that? Say W O W K. Yeah. Well, that's been de- that's been decades for me. So. Ah, that's hilarious. It's, it's like KJ, like girls asking to wear his uniform, and you know what I mean. It's, like, it's no know. different. Yeah. Actually, like, never, never had that happen. Bullshit. Never had that happen. <laughs> never had Bullshit. that happen. 
So, yeah, but your nose is growing. <laughs> exactly. Never. We know you lie. So before you go, Paul, can I abuse uh, this opportunity and have you do a live read of the intro? Absolutely. What do you want me to say? I have it right on the screen. I can bring it up right now. Yeah, let's see. Let's see something awful, Dave. It's our usual intro, but I added him in there. Let's see. Okay. I like to think that you can tell what I'm going for in the, in the stuff that I write. <laughs> oh, and me. Okay, yeah. Are you, are you ready? Go for it, Paul. Are you rolling? Okay. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world, with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and their lovely co-host, Ashley. Oh, and me, the voice of the final forecast, Paul Turner. Dude. Sorry, this, this, is is a, a this is the most excited I've been about a guest since we started this dance. Oh, show. you're sweet. This you're man guys, is a legend. He's a you guys dude. are too kind. I'm a big fan of yours, and I, I, I wish, wish you guys nothing but the best, and I hope to... Uh, Maybe see you at a tailgate one Yes, day. Oh, we're yeah, making this definitely. happen. Tell your friends awesome. down in South Florida. We're looking for donors. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 we need someone right. to fund this thing. I'm on. <laughs> Any time, guys. I really had a blast, and thanks for having me on. Yes. Help spread the word about our podcast. Leave us a review and tell a friend. Yeah, I sent the video to Dave about what Pat McAfee said, and it was kind of What did he say? Play, play what he said, Dave. Well, he just answered, answered, answered it in right here. Boy, oh boy. West Virginia because. fans are about done with old Neil Brown. Yeah, I'd say. You know, because Five. he's seven years in, six years in. I forget what it is. Six, right? Six years in. Six, I think, yeah. Should not just be like such a miracle to think that we would beat Penn State six years into a guy's tenure. Exactly. Yes. We're in the Big 12. A bad spot to be. Got a lot of money. You know, we got an NIL thing that spends money, pays money. Like, you're six years in. It shouldn't be like people are like, well, they were able to cure COVID, right? <laughs> so we should be able to beat Penn State. Like, that's not how, you know what I mean? Like, that's not how people yeah. should be looking at that game six years into your regime yeah, and, it, true. and then whenever it goes down the way it does and they don't even cover it's like next it, week's the real test though right duquesne buddy we lose the duquesne. that's the one that you got to run them you got to run them out of the stadium you have to on the field they take lose to duquesne take, take his, his fucking whistle seriously yeah. yes take his visor shave his head you would have don't. His hair is phenomenal. No. Hair, hair needs to go. Why this needs to, be a, this needs to be a public humiliation. Give him a so swirl. No, listen, none of that needs to happen. But honestly, like six years in, this is all your people. This is all your culture. Yes. This is all your thing. And we're a Big 12 school. And we've had a lot of success before, like going against these big schools. Although the national audience might be like, what a surprise, little old big uh, West Virginia. It's like, that should not be how it's viewed. No. Like, that is not what you're in charge of. You're in charge of winning games and, like, building. And instead, it's like, oh, the Mac school is going to play yeah. against Penn that State. How it that's, how it, that's how people are viewing it. It's like, that's not good either. And then you lose. It's like, all right. I'm I hate when people say, get uh, Coach Huggins to come back bear, and fire up the truth. Like, <laughs> like, it's football, like, not basketball. Right? Not only that, but when he sense. says that, then Pat McAfee sort of alludes to Rich Rod. And it's like, did he mean Rich Rod, not Coach Huggins? Because Coach Huggins ain't got nothing to do with football. 
I think they were just throwing out names right. at that point. I think they were just trying to say anything to embarrass Neil Brown. Well, and the fact that he mentioned curing COVID, which, no, that never was, happened. I, and I was like, if it did, what does that have to do with, with anything? <laughs> one have to do with the other? He was just all over the place. He was just, yeah, I felt nah, like he was I think just he was, he was just comparing the two. Like, it's. He's saying that. went through a global yeah. pandemic. But right. in the time that Neil Brown hasn't figured out how to win games. Right. Which And you know what, though? I, I am not disagreeing with him. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with him. He's right. Five years into this shit, and we still... I saw our record again with Neil Brown right now is 22 and 26. So 22 um, wins, 26 losses since he started working for us. So can I ask a question? Um... Uh, like, did y'all expect us to win? No, but I expected. <laughs> so us why to is everybody so mad? Why? What is the? We're like, not that's mad. What, nobody. That's, that's what Pat's. That's what Pat's talking about. Like him being five years in, we should be ex- not expected to win, but be competitive in Pet- the game. There you don't it have is. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least compete. Right. Yeah, not but to cover the cover the spread. Like, yes. Yeah, that's but, what he's saying. That was the point of everything. That was the, yeah, saying. exactly. It was all about that's, that. That's the thing to me, though, is that. The fact that you're saying, even saying words like, well, we shouldn't be expected to win, but at least cover the spread. Like, we, that, I feel like that mindset too is not good either. Like, okay, we just going in there expecting to cover, like, to not get beat by more than 20. Like, I feel like we should go into every game expecting, expecting to win. I mean, the players do, but think about when we play Kentucky in the Elite Eight, no one thought we was going to win that game besides. West Virginia fans. Right. Like, it's literally every state except for one. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, it's okay not expecting us to win. Like, it's, it's, it's being realistic. But is that, okay but be just because that is, but just to your point, just because that's the expectation, that doesn't mean it's right, though. No, like, just, no. Like, I mean, that doesn't honestly, mean it would, it's it logical. Would be nice, it would be nice for us to think, oh, we can beat anyone. You know yeah. what I mean? Anything could happen. But sadly, we can't think that right now. It's always right with this team. Right. Like, whenever game they say they're going to lose, we lose. Right. Oh, Virginia Tech, we went in there and beat, and beat them last year. There was another game, right? Know, that we – that we didn't we beat Oklahoma or somebody there, like Here's that? what's crazy. There's it's mad like, potential. There's mad potential on this team. But no one is doubting that. There is fucking talent on this team. Our so problem, what's the problem is a lot of it has Don't to do with play it. calling. Mm. The play calling is, is has been calling atrocious. So I'm confused plays? by that. It seems like he is. Yet in his little speech after the game, he said that he was trusting Green to make decisions. I don't. But it, they're looking to the sidelines. So clearly the coaching staff is making these play calls. Well, he Why? said he was going to do it this season, right? Huh? He said he, he was going to do it this season. <laughs> If he, dude, no, whoever's been calling them has been calling them because you can see a pattern. The screen passes. Yes! Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) We passed the ball more than 20 fucking yards! But but I heard that. That's a little bit. I heard that a lot of their, um, a lot of the wide receivers and the running backs that they recruited didn't even like suit up for the game, though. So that's, I'm kind of confused. Yeah, I'm kind of confused because it's like you going out, you going there with. Not your whole team, or not like your whole arsenal of weapons. I don't understand. And not what only you, that, you the, put in Nico goal. for one play, and it's for a trick play. 
That's the only time you put him in this entire time. Even when we're getting our asses handed to us. You never put Season Nico eight. in? Not once? No, 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 not doing that. I wouldn't do that in the first game either. But CJ Donaldson is a stud. He's yes, back. he is. It's good to see him back out there. Um, but, yeah, Green did look – he looked scared. Like, he looked – He seems he looked unsure. like he didn't want to sit in the pocket. Yep. And he just looked like he wants to scramble all the time. Agreed. That's really what it looks like. He, so, yeah. if I was the defense, I would just send someone in there every time because that's what – If you blitzed him do. every time, he'd be – yeah, shit would he's go down. taking off. Yep. He's just going to take off. Yep. Is it is it he's not patient or is we or we don't have a good offensive yeah. line? I think it's a confidence thing. Ah, Honestly, if you think about it, good he's question. always been behind somebody else. He's never been QB one up to this mm. point, right? And every time we'd put him in previously, uh, well, except for whenever he took over for JT Daniels, but previously he's always went in to do what he does, and that is run the fucking ball. <laughs> Nah, I love that's John's legs. boy. I was about to say, wait, hold on. That's John's boy. That's who he campaigned. He campaigned for Garrett Green to to be the starter, uh, didn't he? Uh, hey, can uh, we go back in the? Uh, can we go back to the was, episodes yes, that, that he campaigned correct. for Garrett Green was, to yep. to be you the know starter? Who that was that was that was Ethan. No, it was not Ethan. <laughs> it was Ethan. Yo, we it gotta. Was. Hey, Dave, go back to the tapes, yo. Get, John was campaigning for Garrett Green heavy. I remember because he got mad at me for saying the homeboy needed to hightail it and be QB2, and he got upset mm -hmm. about it. He was never QB. This is first year being QB1. Correct. Exactly. So she was So she was saying when he got in there, he was like, he need to go. Like, he's not good. Yeah, he but she was campaigning that he was good. Oh, last year? You would say, did, wait, hold on. Did I he, hear you say he Pat White? Talking. Did I hear you say something about Pat White? I could have swore I heard this man say something about Pat White. Next Again, Pat White. If I or Ethan, <laughs> yeah. he is, don't don't get me don't get it wrong. He is a good quarterback. He just needs to find himself. He needs to get more comfortable throwing he the does. ball. He needs to like find Pat somebody White. else. I was on he the on the field. He need to find a wide receiver that's open on the exactly. field. Exactly yeah. down the he fucking definitely, field. He definitely missed. But think about that. That's his first game of the season at, at Penn State. Like he he just has to come into himself. Like pause. He just has to. <laughs> figure out who he is you know what i mean I yeah like now let, let me good. uh let me stop man like that's that's a hard situation for anybody that's why uh i was just kind of it was kind of was weird that we would have that as our first game like a, such a tough game like that that's why i thought neil brown's like maybe neil's knows something that we don't because he going and that's whoever made that schedule's you know what's crazy that's though wild. too this whole entire thing's been so on the hush like lineups yeah. everything they've kept everything under wraps from us like we've known not nothing up until this point i see why they kept everything under wraps. i would have kept it under wraps <laughs> i would have just not showed up for the game i would have really kept it under wraps if i <laughs> but it, it is kind of like if you have a scrambling quarterback why wouldn't you run like the wildcat like rich Rod used to do or something like that like you got the run you got the running back you got well the but here's the thing quarterback. you have to have a quarterback that is able to throw because you can't fool the other team if when they, they only, know they, they know you only throw. do one thing we know he's yeah. gonna run I, I, can he, you say so you're saying he cannot throw like he doesn't have i'm a not saying he can't throw. i'm saying he doesn't 
I'm he's saying he can't because there's because there's the ample opportunity. You don't want your quarterback not to throw the ball. Like, why would you tell him not to throw the ball? The reason Dude, that they're telling him, they crazy? have to be saying something, bro. That if we had any type of passing game, that game would have been wildly different. I mean, yeah. wildly. Different. Our defense kept yeah. our defense kept us in it, just like the in the first half. The first half. What? The the first they, bro, they ran out of they ran out of um, they ran out of gas. If your team is not scoring, you're constantly on the field. You're True. exhausted, my Although guy. Although we like, also <laughs> got lucky because they missed yeah, two field it. goal attempts. Yeah, I think Penn State just kind of making mistakes. What was that shit all about? They tried to score in like the last time. like play of the game. like that. That was whack. That's but I mean it is it is what it is. Kick when we're that far down, why? It is what it is. Hold up, us. Yeah, we Us? did an onsides kick, and then fucking, of course, it didn't work out. So then they ran in so for a fucking touchdown. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> Just we, we was jam it down. Nah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. On second thought, I'm not mad. Forget what was I Was there anything said. that gave you pause for hope, Ash? Yes, honestly, the beginning. So I will say the beginning, the, other than Penn State's first score. But, like, after that, there were very promising moments. Like, our offensive line is great and that's what i don't understand why garrett's doing what he's doing trust your o-line they got your back they will hold that fucking pocket open for you dude they're not gonna let it cave in but he's running scared and i don't get why how many times he gets sacked how many times he gets sacked i don't have his sack stats i don't know that he did i think he did yeah he just, he just takes off. He just doesn't. But even if you did get sacked, like they, that happens. Get over. That happens in a game. Like you're you're not gonna go through yeah. every game clean. Like you're gonna. It, well, no, but just still, if your your offensive line is still protecting you, you might get. You know what I mean? You might get sacked once. Like that's <laughs> that's them, good. Yeah, that's all it takes is one hit to mess up. Well, then that whole... means you're not a good quarterback. Then <laughs> yeah, that means yeah, you're not a good quarterback because you Psychology. you expect to not be sacked. Like that's. That's part of the job. That comes you with know, the territory. It's off. very – I'm going to make this comparison. I hope no one gets offended by it. But it's very similar to someone who is in law enforcement. If you're fucking scared, you shouldn't be in law enforcement mm, because part. you're going to make mistakes and things are going to go bad. Very similar. Mm. When you're in those positions, you have to be confident in your skills and what you know awareness-wise, right. right? It's right. very similar. I mean, and I get it. A lot of quarterbacks do get scared, especially when they're hit over and over and over and over again. But you have to be able to take a deep breath and just do it. You know what I mean? And he's got an arm. Dude's got an arm. And f I mean, it, it, and with that being said, I totally agree with you, Ash, but it's easy for us to say just 100%. accept being get, getting hit by a 300-pound <laughs> Linebacker coming at you full speed. If I got hit by a 300-pound linebacker, I'd be changing my fucking tune. Like a laundry chair. I ain't going to lie to you. But, like, at the end of the day, like you said, that's the job you signed up for. So that just comes with the job. Like, you got to accept that that's going to happen. So if you're going to play that position and you're going to be QB1, you got to and like you got to take the hits. And like you said, like, if we have a great offensive line, it's not like it's going to happen. You're going to get sacked five times a game. Like, Yep. Someone that I seen just get sacked like crazy amount of times and still was able to finish the game and win it, like Joe Burrow, like somebody like that who knows 
You know what I mean? Like it's gonna do whatever it is to take to uh to help their team win. And I'm not comparing Gary Green to Joe Burrow, so let's not get that confused. I'm just saying that what it takes to be a, a good quarterback, regardless of the circumstances. And yeah. um, he's not fast enough to rely on his feet. We got <laughs> I thought he was a running quarterback. He is he was a scrambling I mean, quarterback. He, he's not he's not that he's not Pat White. Like he's Yeah, not, he's not that fast. He might not even be Gina. I don't know. Gino had an arm though. Like his feet should be secondary. Like Dude, yeah, if Gino's I need to use these, then, yeah. If I need to use my feet, then I'm gonna use my feet. He should. But he's relying. You're right. Like he's that, relying but, on it yeah. too much. Like that's his go-to. Like just gonna right. run. I'm, I'm sure gonna... he'll he'll scramble for a touchdown next week. I already know. <laughs> but still, he shouldn't. You know what I mean? I would hate to be a wide receiver on this team. Me too. You're never going to get any fucking playtime. I'm going to just, Jesus. hey, man. Your I'm stats just, are going to be hey, killer. Nico, you in for the rest of the. Hey, Garrett, you, you come in. Crazy. You come in some that special. Quick? You Ser- seriously, that quick? Yes. Because One I. Game. <laughs> because, no, no, no. But this has nothing to do with Garrett Green. Well, it has something to do with it, but it has more <laughs> to do with Nico. I would rather, if this is how it's going to be, I would rather develop Nico right now in this Agreed. in this moment. And Garrett, like, Garrett is who he is already, like, as a player. Like, we can think that he might get better. He is who he is as a player. So you come mm. in on specialty plays, you know, trick plays, whatever <laughs> like that. Let Nico get his experience in. And if he is what everybody says he is, he's going to take his bumps and bruises just like any other freshman would but i think it's more productive to put nico in let him take his bruises and i think you'll have a better product you'll have a better team because like you said everybody's like bro i'm running these routes i'm not getting the ball like nobody i don't think you it's only so long you can keep doing that i just want to see i personally want to see what nico can do i just want to see so he can he can Throw two interceptions and then everybody say, "Oh, bench this motherfucker." Well, bro, he's, but he's a lot younger. He's got a lot more to learn. Uh, we got but what's crazy, so mind wanna, you, mind, mind you, we not do. That's what I'm saying. We it's not happening either way. So you minus exactly. we not win. We, <laughs> we carry. We so you one mind. game. Bro, we had one game. Okay, what, oh, wait, what about though. other games before? It's act like this is the only game he's played. No, he played a lot last. <laughs> he's year, played a lot last year. He's won games. Won games last what year. Games? Sure. He won games. Yeah, he won games last year. He's more than he's lost? I said him. More than he's lost? Yeah, let's see. Who did he beat? He beat. Yes, more than he lost. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so according to Joe, he won I'm the Oklahoma saying, State just, game as the starting quarterback. Like, come on. That's the one. Big game. Big game. Oh, never mind. Oklahoma State didn't have their quarterback. My bad. That's the so? game he won. So? So? He still won it. You know what I mean? That's a horrible. What? You're I'm not, not. I'm not feeding into this. I can't. Hold on. He, he won more than that, that game, though. He won another game. I think, were, I think he also played against Oklahoma, but I don't know that he started. I don't know, man. I'm starting. Right, man. I'm starting Nico. Early. It's too early. <laughs> I'm not going. And, 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 and it's not even yeah. over, the, and it's not even the over this Oklahoma game. game. It's not even over this game, bro. It's the. So what it's, is it? I just think he's. I think he. It will be more productive for them to start Nico right now. He. We've seen. We've seen Garrett Green. Like how. How much more of a sample size do you want to say that he's right. not QB one material? How much right. more it's do you need, John? That's why it's been one game. I'm so, talking about what about last year. year too? 
That's like saying, look at me, my junior year. Look at me, my senior year. Like, no, but two totally completely but there's different a, players. But like, there's a so, John, difference. in your mindset, how many games do we need with him to come to that conclusion? That's why I'm asking. Two, at least two more. At why? Least. What do you mean? Because so he goes out and balls out against year. Duquesne. What does that mean, though? That he means nothing. Hold on. He goes out and plays a bad game versus Penn State. What does that mean? That means that's a great. That's who you're comparing yourself to. You're not comparing yourself to a Duquesne. You're comparing yourself to the higher echelon of teams. So I would take that more as I would take that into account more than I would take a great game for him against Duquesne. I don't know what I got just because you played great against Duquesne. That's just like the same thing against if we play basketball. If I killed against Morehead, if I have forty points against Morehead State, but then have two points against uh, Duke. Was that's the same and thing? He, he didn't play a bad game. Let's not get it. What? Like, he just, he just <laughs> what lost. game were you watching? The first of all, we both did he have a touchdown? The play calling. The play calling. Correct? Did he have Screen a touchdown? What do you mean? Did he? Did he throw he it in touchdown? I think he ran in for a touchdown. Did he? I think how many yards and ran it in for him? He threw for three hundred and nine yards against Penn it's State. Not easy to against do. Penn State. Stats right there, Dave. What's it say? It's not. It's not. That's he not easy to do. He didn't throw he didn't it throw for no three hundred and nine yards. yards. Where the hell you get that number from? What's the stats? At? I think he threw for like one sixty, bro. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, one sixty. He threw for one sixty. One sixty two. He threw no, for one sixty two. Conference. What are you talking about? Zero interceptions. He, Dude, he, fucking Penn State threw for three hundred and twenty five. Doubled us. So is that because of play calling, or like we we both said it was play calling? Listen, before. I will say play calling played a big part of it. However, homeboy can't fucking throw the ball. The play call. I mean, the one pass, the one pass that he did have deep was a uh, ugly pass. Part of your play calling have- goes to your personnel too. If you know your person can't throw the freaking ball, you're gonna go, go for him. plays that tell. that he don't have to throw the ball. Like, you can tell by the threw, way they he, call the plays, they don't trust him to throw the ball. He threw some bad balls. It's he did, like, what else we need? We don't Listen, need I anything want, else. I want to believe in him. I, need two I do. More games. I want to believe in him so hard. I need two more games. Give him a chance. Listen. Give him a chance. You know, you know the biggest thing you have to do to be a quarterback? You have to be able to throw the ball. That's the <laughs> main that's part. That's the concept of, of a, the goddamn game. That's, that's the whole point of a quarterback is you have to be able to throw the ball. I don't care if he can run. It's great that he can run. Cool. That's I mean, it. Pat, Help him escape the pocket. Cool. Pat, Pat White threw more than he – I mean, he ran more than he threw. Pat – let's not. Yeah. So, yeah. again, John is comparing yeah, him to yeah. Pat White. First there of all, go. I believe that that John is comparing him to Pat White again. inaccurate. And, to quarterbacks. And what's, in, what's inaccurate? That he, ran that he ran more than he threw. That's inaccurate. John just saying shit now. Yes, John that's inaccurate. Saying, John is just saying stuff now. I would bet anything. He all right, let's look. Pat White John snaps. is just saying stuff now. Snaps. You got to do it by snaps. Definitely Ryan more than he threw. Because they had Steve Slayton back there, first of all. Yes. Any other time he's keeping it, or Steve is keeping it, they didn't throw the ball that much. They did. Th- they Pat have, White did they, throw the ball. He threw the ball not as much as he ran, though. That's not, the argument. Not, not as not much as he, he ran or as much as they ran because there's a big difference because Steve Slayton ran that ball like a motherfucker, not Pat White. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't th- so it was play calling, a mix of play calling and Pat. 
running the ball. You I'm, just I'm, said Pat White ran more than he threw. He did. I, I'm not listening. Jonathan. I'm not doing this with John. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm not doing. We this got with four him. downs. We're handing it off to Steve once. We're running it once. You can't count Steve. Then, Steve is not oh, Pat White. We're talking. I'm just saying. We're talking I'm saying literally you have about four Pat downs. White. Steve is taking one, correct? You got the runaway bear truck back there. He might take one. Yeah. Pat is going to run or throw the it. The runaway bear truck down. is a tight end. He had to throw it to him. What? Anyway. Anyway, oh, yeah. Nico for starter. Sorry, I love, Garrett. I know you I got big endorsements right. by, uh, by John, but we already seen enough, man. man. I was just going to say for as far as watching and listening to the game, uh, we can watch it on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus this Saturday. And, of course, Mountaineer Sports Network on radio. Typical. So, yeah, you better have ESPN Plus if you want to watch the game this weekend. Lost to a good football team. We had our chances, didn't take advantage. We have to play better team football, is what he said yep. about the recent loss. Neil Brown said we're a 0-1 football team until we get a win, and we need a win. We are 23 nothing against no shit. all time against FCS opponents. <laughs> Captain Wait, Obvious what? up in here. <laughs> we had our chances. I, I'm just confused by that. We had our chance. What? What? At what point did you have your chance <laughs> to do what? You had a chance to do what? I'm confused. <laughs> I don't think he knows. I told Joe, I, I imagine, this is how I imagine Neil, Neil Brown to be. I imagine him being that guy, like where he's always like uber positive. Like, well, you know, Garrett's just a good kid. He's really earned his stripes. We're going to put him out there because he's a good kid. Like he's one of those guys, which mm-hmm. is nerve wracking to me because it's like, this ain't about developing right. this man as a man. I want fucking wins, okay? Right. <laughs> we pay what, for wins. What Hug say? He was like, I can find. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. That's what Hugs always used to say, man. Everybody's yeah, always telling me, you got such nice guys. Oh, your kids are so polite. I could find nice guys at the fucking line. Exactly. <laughs> and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. That's crazy. Which is, that is insane. Overall, he was happy with how his team competed, but recognized the need to be better in Which is crazy because it's just kind of a sour taste. We had some chances. I didn't feel like we were outmanned. I didn't feel like the environment got to us. Didn't feel like the moment was too big for us. We just didn't make enough plays that you have to make to win those types of games. The biggest miss for Brown was about in his first possession at the second half. He said the first defensive possession of that half was the best defensive position his team had that night. Mm-hmm. And that was from Wesley Shoemaker at Blue Gold Sports. So is he just out of his depth, like, just as a coach? Like, is this just I really, level I think just so. too high for him? Yeah. He's not a D1. I don't want to say that, that but I just kind of, I mean. Well, like Pat, Pat McAfee said, is this the game that you decide that? Or do you wait until we right. play Pitt? Hold on, wait. For I the QB or Neil Brown? Neil. Neil. Neil Brown. It's been five years. It's yeah, been I think five we gave. Years. I think we gave him enough time. I think that's. I'm shocked time. that they gave him an extension when they did. Like, why? One question. One question. <laughs> As we're talking, like, so casually about, like, you know, get rid of Garrett Green, get rid of Marco, whatever, yeah, whoever, yeah. right? How does it feel on their side as oh. athletes when everyone's talking shit about you? How does that feel? Insane. You guys? I guarantee it. What it, it, people were talking we shit about us, like what we were, we experienced it, like 
it, obviously yeah. social me- well john was more on social media than i was at that time like it was just like becoming a real thing but i'm sure now that's all people look at and that's the worst thing you could do especially after you losing is just hop on twitter and see what other yeah, people saying about you and go just, back and forth with people you just at that time you just gotta do you you can't really worry about what other people talking about so even exactly. i was a even if you saying like if we're saying this stuff about Garrett Green and we feel like he can't get the job done, he shouldn't give a damn what we say about him. I, was I wouldn't. A, I, was a troll. I wouldn't. <laughs> like, no. I mean, it's my opinion, but I wouldn't give a damn. Like, who? Like, you still? As long as you got the Just job, look at your nil check and laugh. Exactly. And as long as you still got the starting make job, more money than I do. But like, are you? So there, you said you hit the nail on the head, Kev. So like every armchair asshole can like scream at players, and there's a difference between discourse online when you're just joining angry WWE Twitter venting and whatnot. But when people like tag them and post them and like shout at them, you were on it in the early days. Were you able to turn that off and realize they're yelling at Kevin Jones, the basketball player, or do you take it personally? Because that's what it's no are. way to not take it personally because you can't like when you're so when you feel like you're good at something like your craft. anybody who feels like they're good at their craft. You take that personally because it's your craft like you don't want to hear people talking shit about you and what you do. So like it's hard to separate the two. But at the end of the day, you can't like the only way to avoid that is just don't look at it. Like if yeah. somebody comes up to you and says something to you, you can't avoid that. But you can avoid not going on social media some people confront it some people like john he likes to confront people who like go at him and that's and that's fine too but if you feel if you can't avoid that then i mean if you can't handle that psychologically then avoid it i'm also real too like if i had a bad game and someone says i had a bad game i just agree with them like what are you going to say after that like if ash is like john you suck tonight should quit the team and I say, Yeah, damn, you're right. I did fucking suck tonight. I should think about quitting the team. <laughs> what do you say to that? A lot of people just are like, Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> like it's kinda weird, like but I definitely used to troll people. So the moral of the story is worry about your check and the next game. Damn right. And just let us bitch exactly. online. It's it and That's you know what? But, uh, Prove let's... me fucking Exact. Wrong. That's the best way to that's the only. Wrong. That's the best way to do 